Hello and welcome to another episode of Let's Get Snagging. If you are in the process of buying or have bought a new build property, then this podcast is for you. My name is Ian and I run Lively Professional Services, a new build snagging company. If you would like more information, then why don't you check out our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk. In our previous podcasts, we have spoken about snagging and the snagging process. But how do you go about finding the right property and the developer for you. Let's start by saying not all developers are the same. Choosing the right one for you can be the difference between having a home you love or one which you never wish you had bought. Choosing the right developer will be down to the ones who are building in the area you would like to live in. It will also come down to price, design and of course whether you like it or not. It is important to research your developer before you buy. Don't be afraid to ask questions and look at social media to see how they're looking after the customers because most developments now have a Facebook page but be careful as most developers don't engage on social media so you will only be getting their customers views so read with caution. I would advise visiting the development at different times of day. I would also spend some time looking around the area. As most new build developments are quiet during the day because most people are out at work, but in the evening it could be completely different. I would also check if the site manager on the development where you are going to buy your new home has won any awards such as the NHBC Pride in the Job Award. This will show you the site manager is at least building to a quality and standard recognised by the industry. You can usually tell if they are as the site will be clean, tidy and well organised. If the site looks like this then you at least know they will have taken the same amount of care of your new home as they have with the site. Beware though, if the site looks like the opposite of this, untidy, messy, nothing looks organised then that is exactly what will have happened with your house and the site manager will not have produced a quality home for you. Don't just rely on the sales and marketing brochure either. These are glossy and look fantastic. The same goes for the show houses. These will have been maintained to a high standard and are not necessarily the quality or finish of the property you are going to buy. What I would do instead is look at the houses or apartments if you're buying one of those on site. If these are not available for you to look at, ask if you can visit another development. This will give you an idea of the quality which can vary and will most likely not be the same standard as the show homes. If your builder is proudly presenting a five-star status from the HBF, House Builders Federation, look back over the past five years to see if they have maintained their star rating or if it has fluctuated. This will give an indication of how they deal with their customers. But be careful though, as this only covers HBF members and not all developers are members of the House Builders Federation. Ask questions about the after-sales service and their complaints procedure because it is inevitable you are going to have some snags when you move into your new home. This is an area where some, but not all, house builders fail. Their customers, when trying to get their snags resolved, any snagging issues within the first two years must be dealt with by the developer. So it's important to understand their procedures. If the development is partly complete and homes are lived in, it might be a good idea to knock on your neighbour's door, ask them how they have been treated by the builder and what they think of the development and the company. Don't forget, as a general rule, if the development you are going to buy your new home on looks clean, tidy and is well organised, then your new home will have been built with the same care and attention. If on the other hand, the development is untidy and looks disorganised, then the same care will have been given to your new home. So have a really good look around. So here are a few tips when buying a newly built home. 
Buying a new built home is a significant investment and one which the new homeowner needs to be mindful of. I have put together my top 10 tips for new home buyers. So here we go. Tip number one. Once you have located the area that you want to live in, I would visit as many developments as possible. When you visit the development, don't forget to look at the condition of the site. As we mentioned earlier, is it tidy? Does it look well organised and managed? Or does it look untidy and in a mess? This will tell you what the builder is about and more importantly, the site manager's commitment to the site and quality. Remember, all developers are not the same. So tip number two, when you have decided on the builder and the development where you want to live, you will want to visit the sales centre to have a good look at the show houses. Don't forget, the show houses are there to impress you. This is the developer's shop window, and they will have been maintained to a very high standard, usually on a monthly or sometimes weekly basis. This is because no developer wants you looking at an inferior product. Once you have decided on the style and type of house that you want, if it's not a show house, ask if you can have a look at one on site. That's a good idea to have a good look at it because it will show you what the stock houses are like and they won't be like the show houses. If they haven't got one available, then what I would suggest is have a ride to another site to see if you can have a look at one. If sales want to sell you the house, they will organise this for you. Tip number three, when you sit down with the salesperson, make sure you are prepared. Have a list of questions such as who is the warranty provider? If there is no warranty provider, be very careful. Ask about the developer's defect procedures. Don't be afraid to ask as many questions as you need. Tip four, ask the salesperson if there are any future planned developments around the site. I would also ask who owns them, as this may affect the value of your property. Tip 5. Check exactly what you are buying, especially the boundaries of your new property, as boundary disputes can turn into costly legal matters. Make sure the roads are going to be adopted by the local council, as you don't want to have to pay a maintenance charge for the roads. Tip 6. Check if there is a management company and what fees they charge. Most new developments have got a management company, especially if there is any public open spaces. Tip 7. Ask the salesperson for a copy of the new home's quality code and read it. The code outlines the requirements the developer must meet when marketing and selling their homes. The code is in four parts. Part one is all about selling a new home. Part two of the code is about legal documents, information, inspection and completion. If you're going to have any snagging or a pre-completion checklist carried out, then that's where that is. Part three is about after sales, complaints, management and the new homes ombudsman. And part four is about solvency, legal and jurisdiction. Tip eight, and this is happening more and more these days, be prepared for the original completion date that your salesperson has told you about to possibly move. This happens a lot, so be prepared for it to move. I'm not saying that it will, but it more than likely will. Tip 9. During your home demonstration, it is important to check that any extras you have paid for have been completed and installed. I would ask lots of questions at your home demonstration. Ask the builder to fully demonstrate the heating and any other systems that you might have, such as ground source heat pumps, underfloor heating. During your demonstration, make sure you check for any defects and list them on the demonstration form. Pay particular attention to any scratch glass any chips in sanitary wear, scratches or any damage to kitchen units or wall tiling. This is important because these are what your builder could turn around to you and say you have damaged them once you've taken legal completion. And finally, tip number 10, my advice is always to have your new home professionally snagged by an independent snagging company as soon as you can after legal completion. If this is something which you don't want to do, then in one of the podcasts I discuss all about doing your own 
snagging list. So you've decided to buy a newly built home, but what are the advantages and disadvantages of buying a new built property? The advantages are that this is a brand new home and you will be the first people to live in it. So you can put your own stamp on it. You will have the opportunity to choose your colour choices, such as kitchens, wall tiles, and any other optional extras to make it your own. All newly built properties come with guarantees, as well as warranties, such as the NHBC 10-year warranty, which gives you some security. There are other providers, such as Premier Guarantee and Local Authority Building Control, LABC. You might find your builder has not used one of the big three warranty providers and have a warranty you have not heard of. Make sure you fully understand what your rights are under this agreement. Another advantage of newly built homes is the reduced fuel costs. Most new built homes have energy performance certificates that outline the energy performance of your new home. Decoration and repairs should be minimal in the first few years and new homes have a higher level of security. They're easier to purchase and it's a simplified buying process. Buying a new build is also a good return on your investment and new homes have an higher specification against buying an older property. But there are also a few disadvantages of buying a new build property. One of these is you will be living on a live building site until it's completed. Your house is more than likely going to be delayed. There will be a high density of units on the site. There's a lack of privacy, gardens being overlooked, etc. And there will be insufficient parking and small garages. The quality of your new home may not be to the highest standard. Do not go off the quality or finish of the show houses. Ask to look at a stock unit. Your developer's aftercare service may not be the best. And then there's the leasehold and freehold. Check off the leasehold charges before you buy. There'll be communal charges for management companies. There'll also be sociable and affordable houses on site as this is now a planning condition but don't let this put you off. I will add an additional list of questions that you might want to ask your builder in the episode notes. So as we finish this podcast if you have any comments or topics you would like me to cover then drop me an email to socials at livelyprofessionalservices don't forget all one word .co.uk if you would like more information you can visit our website at www.livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk or our YouTube channel at livelyprofessionalservices.co.uk if you have enjoyed this episode or any of the other episodes then don't forget to like us review us and subscribe to keep up to date with new episodes episodes on whichever platform you listen to your podcast on. This really does help us to improve the channel. So until next time, thank you for joining me today and I look forward to talking to you soon. <music>